Hey guys, welcome back to Small Talk, Small Conversations with Huge Impact. My name is Alec Cuenca and I'm your host. And before anything else, gusto ko lang muna magpasalamat sa lahat ng taong nakikinig dito. If you are watching this on YouTube, then I hope that you're not weirded out by my face. For some people, who they're just used to just listening to the voice. But for the people who are listening to this on the podcast, I actually uploaded a video format for YouTube, on YouTube, where... Um, para naman umandar yung YouTube channel ko. I'm gonna post this um, content dun din sa aking YouTube channel. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, then welcome. I hope that you enjoy this episode. If this is your first time listening to the other episodes and you enjoy this one, I hope you check out the other episodes as well because they have a lot of tools and techniques that can make, that can help you make better decisions because they have a lot of tools and techniques that can may help that can help you make better decisions for yourself and for the people around you. And if you're an avid listener of the podcast, then welcome back to the show. Kamusta? Namiss ko kayo ah. And I hope that you enjoyed the yesterday's episode. If for some people who doesn't know what this 14 rules of success are, uh, I'm actually quarantined right now. I'm isolated. I was exposed to someone who had COVID-19, so I had to isolate myself for 14 days. And I figured, why not create a daily podcast or a daily show where I talk about different aspects of success. For 14 days, I will upload a new podcast episode talking about the different rules or principles or values about success. And yesterday, we, talk, we talked about mindset. And today, we are going to talk about habits. And I'm going to start off with a story. There was this one woman, her name was Lisa Allen, and she was in a vacation in Cairo. But months before that, her husband had come home to her and he, he said that he had fallen in love with someone else and he was filing a divorce. And so Lisa Allen was devastated and it took some time for her to process what is actually happening. And she was miserable. You know, there was a lot of crying, a lot of drunk texts and drunk calls and all of that stuff. But she thought that she should go on a vacation. And she always had that dream of seeing the pyramids in Egypt. So she went to Cairo, right? And on her first day in Cairo... She was uh, awakened by the sound of the people's prayer because she was surrounded by mosques, the people's chants, the people's prayers. And so she was, she was still jet-lagged, she was still disoriented, and she was trying to grab her purse because she wanted to smoke. So she reached for her purse and half blind, half jet lag, she tried to reach for her purse and then she tried to light her cigarette. And only when she and she came to her senses, once she smelled that there was like a plastic burning around her. And when she looked, she was not lighting up her marble. She was lighting up her ball pen. She was so devastated and she felt like 
everything I had wanted had crumbled. I can't even hold, I can't even light my cigarette. And so she felt like she needed to find a way for her to control her life, at least one aspect of her life. May it be just smoking or something like that. So she showered and then she went out of the hotel. And as she was scrolling inside of her taxi along the streets of Cairo, she saw the beautiful pyramids and she thought, I needed a goal. I needed to have something to look forward to. And so, and so on that day, she decided that I will come back here in Cairo and I will trek through the desert. And six months later, she actually did it. She went back to Cairo and she trekked through the desert. And she was able to do that by changing one habit of hers. And it was smoking. Now, I'm not asking, I'm not telling you to, if you're, smoke, if you're a smoker, then quit smoking, right? But there's this principle behind why she became successful in reaching her goal. And scientists explained that it wasn't really necess- it wasn't really about the goal that she had. It was about her changing one single habit that she had in, a, in, in her life and every single change followed. She focused, she shifted, she focused on one single shift that she can control and every single else, every single thing that and every and other and the other aspects of her life change as well. For six months, she replaced smoking with running. She just changed that and she was surprised that every single aspect of her life changed as well. And this is very important for us for us to understand that we talk about habits. You know, what is habit anyway? Habit is something that we automatically do that we don't actually use so much effort in doing it. It's like so easy for us to do. And habits are... Where's my... Wait lang ah. So what is a habit? So what is a habit? Habits are what shapes our lives. Habits, so what are habits anyways? Habits shape our lives. Except for a few circumstances where we actually use our common sense and our willpower to execute on that common sense, our habits actually run our life. Think about this. When was the last time that you made a conscious effort to choose whether you are whether you are going to tie your left shoelace first or your right shoelace first you you don't actually you don't probably you don't probably see that you automatically choose which one you will tie first some of us tie the first shoe first some of us tie the the right shoe first but this is an automatic response that we do that we don't actually think about or um, and we don't actually muster our willpower. And sometimes we can. Sometimes we can actually 
muster our willpower to try to decide on certain things in our daily lives, but it's actually un- unsustainable. We have to develop habits, and we had developed, we had we had actually developed a lot of habits to make sure that we adapt to this evolution that is constantly happening in our world for us to survive and for us to function well in our daily lives. And so, I'm not saying that you're a robot that you can't have control in your, over in your life. You can actually try to control every single aspect in your life. But most of the things that we are actually doing, it's a part of our habits. And this is why it's very important for us to understand that with the understanding of our habits, our system, our lifestyles, we can actually learn and be aware of the things that we need to change. You know, if we want to start a new habit, a new good habit, then we can actually do it. If you want to erase a bad habit or remove a bad habit, then we can actually do it because we know that our habits, although they might be controlling us for some in some way, we actually have control over them. And the, the first and before we actually learn how to remove bad habits or uh, create new habits, we must understand first what creates the habit loop. I read The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. And he discussed the importance of understanding the habit loop. Because once you understand that, then you can actually know what you need to improve on, what you need to adjust, what you need to change, right? And so, apparently, Charles Duhigg described this habit loop as a three-part loop. Where the first one is the cue. The second one is the habit itself or the response that you do. The third one is the reward. So you have a cue, you have a habit, and you have a reward. Now, I've read Atomic Habits by James Clear, and um, he said that it's actually four parts um, of habit. We have the cue, we have the, ha- the, we have the cue, we have the craving, we have the habit or the response, and the reward. So basically, let's, let's, go, let's um, focus more on Charles Duhigg, on, on The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. The habit loop, um, consists of the cue. The cue is something that triggers your brain to do something. For example, you hear your cell phone. You hear a notification on your, on your cell phone. That's a cue. That's a cue for you to check your phone, right? And once you hear this cue, once you see this cue, your brain starts craving for something. And that craving pushes you to do the habit or the response. In this case, it's you checking your cell phone or scrolling through Facebook or checking out that notification. And once you do that, you now, this prompts you to have a reward. And the reward for doing that is that you're now connected to the online world. You remove this um, fear of missing, missing out. You now know what the heck is that notification for. And that actually um, provides you with a certain dopamine in your brain. And that is your reward. And the reward prompts, uh, registers in your brain so that it is connected to the cue. So that when, when your brain sees a similar cue, 
it knows that you will receive this reward if you do this habit. So that's how you get caught up with the, the habit loop, right? The reward registers into your queue. Your queue gives you your craving. And once you crave, you're going to pr- you're prompt to do the habit or the response. So for example, your queue is when you see someone smoking, that's your queue, right? For all the smokers, smokers out there. You see someone smoking, that's your cue. Now, the, the craving is that nicotine in your body. That's your craving, right? So what you do is you smoke. So you smoke and you get the nicotine. The nicotine. And that's your reward. It's in your body right now. And now, you know that every time you someone sees smoking, the reward that you is tr- your body is trying to find is the nicotine inside your body. So again, every time you see the person, see a person who is smoking, it will automatically run a habit loop. And Charles Duhigg, and let's now, so now we understand how a habit works, right? So how do we actually try to adjust our habits? Because it's very important for us to understand that we have to be able to learn how to add better habits or to remove the bad habits that we have. So how do we do it? In Charles Duhigg, in in The Power of Habit, Charles Duhigg um, explained that you don't actually need to um he, basically he he talked about if you want you basically Charles Duhigg said that you can't actually remove a habit because it, it the cues are always everywhere the rewards are something that is necessary for your survival at least for your brain right so it's really hard for you to just completely disregard all of the cues around you and just not give any attention to the rewards that you are craving for. And so what he said is that if we want to change a habit, then we need to understand what's its cue, what it, what is the, the habit itself, and what is the reward. And the only thing that we should change, we need to change, is the habit. So for example, Lisa. Every time she had a cue that she will smoke, she needs to smoke, she will run for 5 minutes, for 10 minutes. She will run. She will do an exercise. And then the, the, the nicotine, she might not have it, but the, the dopamine that your brain, that, 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 that your, your body releases when you actually get a reward, it spikes up in your brain. And it will register as another habit loop. So every time you see the cue, you can now substitute your a different habit, a better habit, but you can still get the same reward. But it's not actually the nicotine that is we're, we're, that our body is trying to find. It's the dopamine spike in our heads that we actually get rewarded for something. So the cues are always there, but what we need to understand is we just need to substitute something something we know that could actually help us with the long term and still get the reward for it. And it will register another loop. So we don't actually need to just go, ibahin ko na lahat, hindi na ako sasama, hindi na ako ganyan. No, you only need to change the habit. And as we've seen from the story of Lisa, that you only need to shift one certain perspective on your habit and all the other stuff will change. That's the keystone habit. I really believe that the habits that we change have this domino effect. 
that if we change something, everything else follows. And that's from the book, um, The Power of Habit. Now, in the book of Atomic, Atomic Habits, he actually explained that if you want to change your habits, if you want, for example, let's go to the um, how to create new good habits, right? Well, he said that there are four parts of the habit loop. First is the cue. Second is the craving. Third is the habit. Fourth is the reward. Now, if we want to add a better habit in our lives, or a good habit, a new good habit in our lives, we need to adjust all of these four. We need to make the cue more obvious. We need to be able to make it more obvious, to be able to point it out, to, to say it out loud, to be able to recognize and acknowledge that that's the cue. That's the first thing that we need to 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 make or make the cues more obvious. Second is the craving. How can we add? Uh, how can we feel more attracted to our cravings? We need to make it more attractive. So if we understand what's our craving, what's that something that we crave, then we can actually make it more attractive so that we can seduce ourselves more to do to crave more of it and for it it will help us prompt our habit and our habits we need to make it more we need to make it easier right so we make our cues more obvious we make our cravings more attractive and now we need we need to make our habits more e- uh, easier we need to make our habits easier and how do we do that we make sure that then there are different ways that we could do that actually and I can't discuss all of them but I, hopefully in the next episodes or in the next series that I'll be doing I can ex- explain more about habits because this is probably one of the most interesting topics that I personally like because I, I love psychology and, 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 and the science behind motivation, right? Anyways, that's the third one. We make our habits easy. So for example, if you're wor- working out, how can you make it easier? And the, you you make sure that the the shoes that you're going to wear is already beside your bed. So when you wake up, it's right there beside you. It's easier for you to work out because you're just going to wear your shoes. You're not you don't need to go out and find the pair of socks, find the pair of shoes that you're going to wear. It's beside your bed and once you wake up, you just pick it up and wear it and then work out. Now it's easier for you. And that's the third one. The fourth one is we need to make the reward more satisfying. We need to make the reward something that it makes us want it more. And that's uh, that's why I really believe that we should celebrate small successes because it provides us with a more fulfilling, more satisfying reward, right? So this, these are the four things that you need to do. You need to make your cue more obvious. You need to make your craving more attractive. You need to make your habit easy. And you need to make your reward more satisfying. And if you're going to remove a habit, it just goes in, in the opposite, right? Uh if you want to remove a bad habit, you need to make your cues invisible. You need to make your cravings unattractive. You need to make your habit difficult. And you need to make your reward unsatisfying. That's how you remove a bad habit. And it goes from uh, all these uh, things that you need to understand, need to do to add a new habit. And it goes the same way with removing a bad habit. You need to understand what part you could actually adjust for you to 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 get to to achieve your goals 
And so, those are the things that you need to understand when you're trying to... Sorry, pinagpapawisan ako. Pero those are the things that you can say, medyo inis ako eh. Hindi, <laughs> medyo hayok ako magkwenta. Pero I love, this, I love this episode so much. And those are the things that you need to understand when you're trying to understand your habits. And it's really important for us to understand our hab- habits because these are the foundations of the lifestyle. And again, our actions is what separates the people who get to where they want to be and who they want to become from the people who just settle for who they are. And and I, I really believe that we should understand all of this habit science because our habits is coming from our actions and our actions dictate our future. Every single micro actions, decisions that we do, micro habits that we have, it will all sum up in the end. And sa dulo natin may kita yun kung epekto talaga ng mga habits natin. So it's important for us to understand, oh, we have all these bad habits, we have all these good habits that we want to add, and now we know the science behind habits. Now we can try to adjust them according to our values, our principles, and our goals. Right? So, yeah. Habit is important. Sana nag-take notes kayo. I hope you enjoyed this episode. This is the second day of the rules of success. This is a second rule of the 14 rules of success, habits. And again, I'm giving away two t-shirts, two grateful t-shirts for the people who shares their best insights on social media. If you want to join us, if you want to join that, then go uh, share this and share your insights. And tag me at Small Talk Podcast on Instagram. And as soon as I repost it, it will be considered as a submission. So I hope that you learned something from today. And I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Again, my name is Ale Cuenca. And this is Small Talk, Small Conversations with Huge Impact. Talk to you guys tomorrow. Peace.